Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Coffee Break Italian Season 2 Lesson 7 Buongiorno a tutti, io sono Francesca. Io sono Mark. Ciao, io sono Ayla. And we're back with another lesson of Coffee Break Italian. Yes, a very important lesson because today we are going to learn two very important verbs in Italian. And which verbs might they be, Francesca? Aha, be ready. Siete pronti? Siamo pronti. <laughs> verbo andare, to go. Sì. E verbo fare, to do or to make. Uh, okay, now these verbs are so useful that they will be verbs that we will probably use in pretty much every conversation that we ever have in Italian, sì. either andare or fare. And hopefully you'll find this lesson useful. Ayla, hopefully you'll find this lesson useful. I hope so too. And we'll be back for some practice after our presentation section. So let's get on with the lesson. Mettiamoci al lavoro. E io vi ascolto. Allora, Francesca, the time has come to talk about that particular topic of irregular verbs. Verbs which don't follow the same patterns that we've seen so far. And we're going to use one verb to begin our studies of irregular verbs that is extremely common. Can you tell us what that verb is, Francesca? Sì, eh, si tratta del verbo andare. Andare. And andare means... To go. To go. In fact, it's one of the most common verbs in pretty much every language. And that's one of the reasons it's an irregular verb. The way that the, the languages have developed over time, the ones that are used most, tend to be the ones that are irregular. Now, we've seen andare before. In fact, last time we were looking at suggestions for going to have a pizza or going to uh, going out to the cinema, for example. Can you remind us of some of those suggestions that we used? Sì, ad esempio, andiamo al cinema, 
o andiamo in pizzeria. So let's go to the cinema or let's go to the, the pizzeria. And that's using andiamo. And you'll realize that andiamo is regular when it comes to the noi form. But the other forms of the verb aren't quite so regular. So let's conjugate the whole of andare. To begin with, let's do I go. Vado. Listen again. Vado. And of course, you can be repeating after Francesca. Let's try you go. Vai. Vai. And then he, she, it, or you polite go. Va. Va. Let's do those first three parts of the verb together. Vado, vai, va. I go, you go, and he, she, it, you polite go. Now, when we come to the we form, that's when things become a little more similar to what we're used to. Andiamo. Andiamo. And then the you plural form? Andate. Andate. And finally, let's return it to the loro form, the they form. Vanno. Vanno. So you'll see that there is a pattern here, a pattern that we've seen a couple of times, where the first, second and third person singular and the third person plural are similar. They're formed from the same kind of root, vado, vai, va, and then vanno. But then the first person plural, the we form, and the second person plural, the you all form, have a different form. They've, they're coming from a different root. So there we've got andiamo, andate, and they're similar to the infinitive, the to go form, andare. Let's go through the whole conjugation together. Vado, vai, va. Andiamo, andate, vanno. And again, just to help us with the, the sort of rhythm of this, let's do I go, you go, he goes. Vado, vai, va. And then we go, you all go, they go. Andiamo, andate, vanno. Perfetto. Let's put andare into some sentences now. So perhaps we can do some translations here. Francesca, can you give us the Italian for the sentence, please? Sì. I go to the museum. Vado al museo. Okay, so we're just saying al to the museum. Museo. Vado al museo. What about you go to the restaurant? Vai al ristorante. You go to the restaurant. Vai al ristorante. What about um, we are going to university or to the university? Andiamo all'università. And again, notice that I asked Francesca to translate we are going, but that's just the same as we go. Both would use andiamo all'università. Andiamo, the we form of the verb andare. Francesca, ho oh, una domanda. Ah, sì, dimmi. Dove vai questa sera? Ah, questa sera vado al cinema. Adoro andare al cinema. Now, listen again to what we've just said. 
Francesca, dove vai questa sera? Questa sera vado al cinema. Adoro andare al cinema. So we've used three different parts of the verb there. I said, dove vai questa sera? Where are you going this evening? Francesca answered. Vado al cinema. I am going to the cinema. And then I said, adoro andare al cinema. I love to go to the cinema. Or in English, we could also say, I love going to the cinema. But in Italian, we need to use the infinitive form there. Andare. Adoro. I love. Andare al cinema. I wonder if our listeners can remember how you would just say, I like to go to the cinema. I like to go to the cinema. Francesca? Sì, mi piace andare al cinema. Once again, using andare, to go. We can say going in English, but to go in Italian. Ok. Anch'io ho una domanda, Mark. Prego. E tu dove vai questa sera? Questa sera vado in pizzeria con la mia famiglia. Can you work out where I'm off to tonight? Sì, in pizzeria. <laughs> e ti prometto che non mangiamo la pizza al pollo. Per favore, <laughs> sono molto preoccupata. <laughs> okay, I don't know about my children, but I won't be eating it. Anyway, let's come back to this. We can actually build this a little more. Let's think about the ways in which we can give more information and extend what we're saying. And we did this a little last time when we were talking about times and places and so on. So let's see if we can work this out. Francesca, can you give me a question to help me along the way? Sì. Um, a che ora vai in pizzeria? So Francesca's asking me, at what time are you going to the pizzeria? I'm going to answer, vado in pizzeria alle otto. E ho un'altra domanda. Perché vai in pizzeria? <laughs> Buona domanda. Andiamo in pizzeria stasera perché è il compleanno di mia moglie. Ah, auguri! Grazie. I'll pass them on. È il compleanno di mia moglie. It is the birthday of my wife. Okay? So, now I could put all that together and say, stasera vado in pizzeria con la mia famiglia. Andiamo alle otto. Eh, ci andiamo perché è il compleanno di mia moglie. So the whole thing there, we're adding it all together. Let's come back to Francesca and ask Francesca a little more about her trip to the cinema. Francesca, che, che fai questa sera? Dove vai? E vado al cinema. E dimmi, a che ora vai al cinema? E vado al cinema alle sette e un quarto. Ok. E con chi vai? Ma che curiosone, Mark! <laughs> I am very nosy. Vado con i miei studenti. Ah, ok, con i tuoi studenti, <laughs> with your students. E perché andate tutti al cinema? E perché mh, per i miei studenti è un'esperienza interessante. Il film è in italiano. Ah, puoi ripetere, per favore? Sì, perché... Per i miei studenti è un'esperienza interessante. Il film è in italiano. Did you get all that? Francesca ha detto perché per i miei studenti è un'esperienza molto interessante. Sì. Perché il film è in italiano. In italiano. È un film italiano. In italiano. <laughs> 
So an Italian film in Italian and therefore it would be a great experience for her students. Sì, una bella sfida, a great una, challenge. Esatto, una bella sfida, brilliant word there, sfida, una sfida. Okay, Francesca, it's over to you now for a whole statement as to what you're doing tonight, why you're doing it, when you're doing it and who you're doing it with. Ok, allora, eh, questa sera vado al cinema per, eh, perché c'è un nuovo film italiano alle sette e un quarto e vado al cinema con i miei studenti. Per loro è un'esperienza fantastica perché il film è in italiano. Okay, hopefully you got all of that. So that is all taking andare and moving it further, building your range of expression by adding in times and who you're doing something with or with whom you're doing something rather, and also why you're doing things. And you can add all this in by building up the sentences in this way. Let's move on, however, to another irregular verb. And it's another of those core irregular verbs. It's the the verb to do or to make, and that is fare. We've come across this verb many times before. Indeed, we used it last time when we were asking the question, what are you doing? Cosa fai? Or che cosa fai? But there is a full conjugation of this verb, like every verb, and we're going to listen to that conjugation now. So taking to do, we'll concentrate on the meaning to do first. And Francesca, if you can help us here, how do you say I do? Faccio. Again, something we've heard many times. You do? Fai. He or she does? Fa. We do? Facciamo. You all do? Fate. And they do? Fanno. And I hope once more you're using those hand signals for doing these verbs and pointing to yourself and other people and so on. So, I do, you do, he does. Faccio, fai, fa. We do, you all do, they do. Facciamo, fate, fanno. Okay, let's think a little about when we use fare. We've already used it in many situations. Let's take, for example, our first context, and that would be weather. When we're talking about the weather, we use very often the third person singular, which is... Fa. And we've heard this before, so we can say it's hot. Fa caldo. We literally say it does heat. Fa caldo. Or it does hot. What about it's cold? Fa freddo. It's nice weather. Fa bello. It's bad weather. Fa brutto. Each time using the fa form, the third person singular of the verb. Talking about this kind of general it, meaning the weather. The weather is doing cold, for example. We can also use it in a question. For example, we might say, what's the weather like in Pisa? Che tempo fa a Pisa? Okay, now another situation where we've used fare is when, again, we're using third persons of the verb and we're talking about aches and pains. Can you remember how you would say, for example, my leg is sore? And there are two ways of saying this. We learn both ways, but one of them uses fa. How do you say, my leg is sore? Mi fa male la gamba. To me does bad the leg. Mi fa male la gamba. Or my throat is sore. Mi fa male la gola. Or see what happens here. My feet are sore. 
Mi fanno male i piedi. There we're using the third person plural because the feet are plural. There's more than one of them. Mi fanno male i piedi. My feet are sore. Okay, another situation where we've already come across fare is when we talked about professions. For example, we learned how to say I am a teacher. Faccio l'insegnante. Literally, I do the teacher. Okay, I do the job of the teacher. So, for example, I'm a nurse. Faccio l'infermiere, maschile, o l'infermiera, femminile. Okay, or perhaps I'm a waitress. Faccio la cameriera. Or if you're a male waiter, then you would say... Faccio il cameriere. Okay, so using that fare verb, we can talk about professions, but we don't always just need to say faccio. For example, we could say you are a doctor. So here we're using that same construction, fare, plus the, the word for the profession, but this time we're making it you are. So you do the doctor. Fai il dottore. Or you all do the plumbers. Fate gli idraulici. Whoa! <laughs> A tricky one there. So, gli... What was the word? Idraulici. Idraulici. Okay, because it's plural this time. Fate sì. gli idraulici. Sì, perfetto. Okay, perhaps we should choose a different example or a more easy example next time. It's a useful word. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, those are expressions that use fare in different contexts, but we can also just use fare in its basic context of to do or to make. So, for example, I could ask, Cosa fai, Francesca? Um, leggo un libro e prendo un caffè. So, what's Francesca doing? She is reading a book and having a coffee, taking a coffee, literally. Or we could say, um, Cosa facciamo questa sera, Francesca? Andiamo in discoteca, Mark. I don't think... I'm, io sono troppo vecchio. Ah, dai, Mark! <laughs> okay, or you ask me a question? Sì. Um, cosa fai questa settimana, Mark? Questa settimana? Allora, lavoro un po' e vado in palestra. Oh, bravo, bravo. Uh, I do my best. I'm going to the gym. <laughs> okay, or perhaps using the third person of the verb, cosa fa tua madre oggi? Ah, oggi mia mamma fa un tiramisù. Okay, we will relive our wonderful experience with Francesca's mom's tiramisu perhaps another time. Cosa fa tua madre? What is your mother doing oggi, I said, today? Remember, Mark, that we need to tell our listeners that fare doesn't always mean to do or to make. Very good point. Now, can you give us some examples? Yes, Mark, there are plenty of examples. Ad esempio, fare colazione. Okay, so that's literally to make or to do collation, to have breakfast. Sì. Um, fare la doccia. To have a shower. So we're not using the verb for to have here, but we're using fare, fare colazione, fare la doccia. Um, fare un giro. To go for a walk. Sì. So there fare becomes to go. Sì, fare una domanda. To, to make a question, to have a question, to ask a question. Sì. Okay, many examples. Keep that in mind when you're translating fare into English. It doesn't always mean to do or to make. Sometimes it's a more idiomatic meaning. 
in English. Okay, we're going to leave things there. We will be back after the break with some practice of what we've learned. A presto! Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. Vado. Okay, straightforward enough. What about you go? Ayla. Vai. Bene. Vai. And then he or she goes. Va. Perfetto. Va. And we've heard that va a thousand times because in the expression va bene or come va, it's that same word. It goes. Okay. Come va? Tutto va bene? Sì, benissimo. Va. What about we go? Ayla, it's a word we've heard many times. Andiamo. Benissimo, brava. Andiamo. Andiamo, we go. And then you all go. Andate. Andate. And finally, they go. Vanno. Certamente, vanno. So you'll notice again here that same pattern that we've got the first, second and third person singular and the third person plural all with a similar form. They all begin with v, with the letter v. But then there's a change with the first person plural and the second person plural in this case, they look more like the infinitive andare becoming andiamo and andate. Let's look at fare and do the same. So fare meaning to do. I do is Ayla. Faccio. Faccio. 
Okay, you do. Fai. See, fai. And then he or she does. Fa. Fa. Again, a word that we've seen many times, particularly when we're talking about weather. Si. It does warm. <laughs> fa caldo. It does cold. Fa freddo. Okay, so fa. It does, he does, or she does, or indeed, you plate does, do. Whoa. <laughs> Getting too complicated now. Le fa, uh, you do. But that's the formal form. Anyway, let's continue on with our conjugation. We do. Facciamo. Mm-hmm. Facciamo. Listen again carefully, Ayla, to how Francesca says this. Facciamo. Facciamo. Okay, although there's an I written down there, the I is just there to make the C soft. So you don't actually pronounce it. A lot of people say facciamo, but si. it's not that. Facciamo. Facciamo. Okay. Perfetto. Facciamo. And then you all do. Fate. Si, fate. And then finally, they do. Fanno. Fanno. Si. Perfetto. Now, remembering, of course, that fare doesn't always mean to do because sometimes it means to make. And indeed, as we've seen, it can mean many other things too. But we'll see some of that in our translations because it's time now to put a lot of this to the test. So, Francesca, do you have some sentences here for, for Ayla to translate? Certamente. Allora. <laughs> allora, la prima frase... Where are you going this evening because it's warm? Okay, an interesting question. <laughs> because it's warm, does that change where you're going this evening? I don't know, but anyway. Well, in Italy it might. Of course, yeah. Where, where are you going this evening because it's warm? We'll give our listeners some time to think about it and Isla some time to think too. Okay, Ayla, can you try this one, please? Would it be dove vai stasera perché fa caldo? Sì, molto bene. Dove vai stasera perché fa caldo? Okay, Ayla, what would you do if that were a formal question? How would that change? Would you change the dove vai to dove va? Perfetto. And we could add in a, a lei as well if you want to be uh-huh. ultra polite. Sì, sì, sì. Dove va lei questa sera perché fa caldo? Okay. Francesca, you said questa sera there. Does that sound more polite and more formal than stasera? No, no. It's just an alternative. An alternative. Okay. Dove va lei stasera or questa sera mm-hmm. perché fa caldo? Mm-hmm. Okay. Francesca, do we have a, a second translation sentence? Certainly we do. At what time... Are you all going to work? Okay, we've got a plural you here, that you all. Uh, I'll not put on a, a bad American accent there. At what time are you all going to work? And you don't need to translate the all. That's just to give you the plural you. At what time are you going to work? Okay, Ayla, can you work this one out? At what time are you, using the plural form, going to work? A che ora andate al lavoro? Benissimo. A che ora andate al lavoro? Sì, perfetto. A che ora andate al lavoro? 
Ok. Allora, adesso io ho una domanda per te, Ayla. Ok? La domanda è così. Dove vai più tardi? Uh, eh, vado al parco. Ok, va bene. Eh, perché vai al parco? Uh, let me think. Eh, could I say perché amo la natura? Ah, benissima. Una sì, buona... perché amo la natura. Sì, una buona risposta. Brava. Because I love nature. Amo la natura. Now, one of the things that is really good practice when you're building your confidence in, in verbs is if you ask yourself why and who with and where and uh, for what reason, it's the same as why and so on, but you need to ask yourself questions so that you can always extend out what you're saying. So, for example, let's think about other answers that you might be going to the park. Uh, you could say, because there's a concert. Can you work out how you would say that? Could I say, perché c'è un concerto? Certamente, sì, ottima risposta. Perché c'è un concerto. Okay. What about, um, because I like going to the park. Now, we know I like. It's to me pleases. Can you remember how to say that, Ayla? Mi piace. Mi piace. Okay. If we say I like going to the park, in English, going works fine. But in Italian, we need to change that to the infinitive. I like to go to the park. So how can you say because I like to go to the park? Perché mi piace andare al, al parco? Perfetto. Sì, perché mi piace andare al parco. Okay, I'm now going to ask you the question again. Perché vai al parco? And you can run all of those answers together and give me lots of reasons why you're going to the park. I'm very nosy, I know. But anyway. <laughs> curioso. Some, curioso, sì. But sometimes being curioso helps you with languages, I always feel. Sì, è vero. Francesca's looking at me saying, no, you're just nosy, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, è vero, Mark ha ragione. Sì, certo. Okay, so my question to you, Ayla, is perché vai al parco? Perché amo la natura e c'è un concerto e perché mi piace andare al parco. Ok, va bene. Sì, mi sembrano delle ottime ragioni. Perfetto. Allora, Francesca, puoi spiegarci che fai la più tardi? Eh sì, certo. Aila più tardi va al parco perché mh, ama la natura e perché c'è un concerto e mh, anche perché le piace andare al parco. Ok. Now, what's happening here is we're reporting back on what Aila is doing. And therefore, Aila was using the, the, the first person form. She's saying, I love nature and I like going to the park. Oh, that's a little bit trickier in Italian. But here we're reporting back on what she is doing. She loves nature. Ama la natura. Okay, and she also said, of course, there is a concerto. Ah, concerto. There is a concerto. <laughs> There's a concerto. <laughs> There's a concert. C'è un concerto. And then she likes going to the park. And this is a little trickier. Sì. Le piace andare al parco. Now, if I said I like going to the park, I would say, of course, mi piace andare al parco. But when it becomes Ayla likes going to the park, then it's... Le. 
le. Le piace. It means to her, please, he's going to the park. Just as mi piace means to me, please, he's going to the park. It's a little more complicated and don't worry too much about it. We will definitely be covering this at a later date in Coffee Break Italian. Okay, let's have another conversation. This time, we're just going to do it off the top of our heads. Okay, va bene? Okay, va And this time, what I'd like to do is try to to expand again. We'll ask more questions and see if we can expand out the reasons for doing certain things. Okay, Ayla, dopo la registrazione, after the recording, dove vai? Vado all'università. Okay. Perché vai all'università? Perché studio all'università. Ok, sì. Eh, dimmi, a che ora vai all'università? Oggi vado all'università alle tre, ma di solito vado all'università alle nove. Perfetto. Sì, una frase lunghissima. You, you've done something that is, is excellent when you're learning a language, you're... You're extending what you can see using simple words, oggi, today, ma di solito, but usually, so that perfect answer there, brava. Okay, di solito, vado all'università alle nove. Eh, cosa fai all'università? Studio lo spagnolo e il francese. Okay, va bene. Eh, ancora una domanda. Cosa È curioso, fai... Marco. Sì, curiosissimo. <ride> e cosa fai dopo l'università? Faccio molte cose. Is that many things? Yeah, faccio molte cose. Molte cose. Ok, sì. cose. Feminine plural, molte. Using the feminine plural form of that. Faccio molte cose. I do many things. E vado in centro. Mm-hmm. Poi forse, is that perhaps? Forse. Forse. Faccio una torta con mia madre. Mm-hmm. Sì, bene, veniamo anche noi. Sì. <laughs> una torta, so you're making a cake with your mom. Sì. E how would I say I do my homework? Fare i compiti. So can you conjugate fare for me? Faccio i compiti. Perfetto. Mm, una brava studentessa. Esatto. <ride> faccio i compiti per domani? Sì. Ok. Sì. Allora, fai i compiti, fai forse una torta con tua madre. Sì. E anche hai detto che fai... che, che vai in, in centro. Sì. That you're going into town. Yes. But there's also a way of saying that that we learned in the, in the main presentation part of this lesson that is to go for a, a, a wander into town, sì, to go sì. for a short trip into town using fare. Can you remember how to say that? Faccio un giro in centro. Faccio un giro in centro. Sì, faccio un giro in centro. Benissimo. È quasi tutto per oggi. That's almost it for today. Before we do finish, just a reminder that you can head over to coffeebreakitalianplus.com where you can find out more information about how you can get access to more materials to help you with your Italian and master the Italian language. There are video versions of each lesson. There are lesson notes and there's also the bonus listening materials. 
And that is in the form of some translation questions. So basically, Francesca will ask me to translate something or I'll ask Francesca to translate something. And of course, you will be listening along and trying out your skills at translation, putting all of these verbs that we've been working on to the test. That's all at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And don't forget, you can also follow and like us on the Facebook page. Just search for Coffee Break Italian. And there will be lots of practice of these verbs on Facebook this week. Yes, and we're also on Twitter at Learn Italian. Perfetto. This time, that is it for this lesson. We hope you've enjoyed it and we hope that you can now master andare and fare and indeed all the other verbs that we've practiced in this lesson. Grazie molte e arrivederci. Alla la prossima. Ciao, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.